Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, Paige Kerman. Paige, you are the president of Wink, and you're found on the web, Wink Digital. You're found on the web at madebywink.com. Paige, thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you for having me. Excited to be here. So explain what what Wink Digital does, what you do. Yes. So we are a full-scale marketing agency. We specialize primarily in website and web you know, really doing web design and web development. Um, We love working with specifically more web apps and advanced and complex websites that require some sort of app functionality or something like that. Um, So, you know, overall we get to, the real thing that we do is we get to have fun creating things every day. Yeah. No kidding. So you've been doing this for a while now. So you're coming up on five years, uh, just just wink. And of course, you've been in this space uh, for quite some time. So you've seen a little bit of evolution and certainly, uh, you know, in the market and so forth. Um, As an agency, how do you say stay ahead of like, you know, just low cost, low budget type uh, providers of, of, you know, either design or web design services? Yeah. So I think the big thing is that there, there is an agency or freelancer or someone for everyone. Um, and just because, you know, we don't necessarily compete with the, you know, more freelance side of it doesn't necessarily mean that we can't exchange information and things like that. So really the way that we stay ahead of kind of low budget things like that is making sure that we are really utilizing as much technology as we can to enhance people's experiences. So um, using AI when possible or integrating new softwares that will, you know, enhance the quality of someone's app Um, and doing those things are things that really you can't do on a low budget and you can't do low quality or people are not going to use your product. Yeah. You know, Paige, you talk about, um, you know, having a refreshingly friendly approach to marketing. I like that. I like that language. What does that look like? Like, how do you, how do you engage with customers in a refreshingly friendly way? Yeah. So the biggest way that we do that is that we, we don't force anything. So, um, a lot of times nowadays you'll hear marketing agencies say things like, well, you really need to be posting three times a week on Instagram to remain relevant. And what we kind of focus more on is, what feels good to your lifestyle? If you're someone who hates social media or if you're a brand where everything you stand for goes against what Facebook stands for or something like that, we're not going to try to square peg round hole you. We really are going to take a friendly approach and say like, what feels good to you? What would you like doing? Um, And develop a marketing plan for you that really revolves around things that you excel at and things that excite you as opposed to things that drag you down and make you feel icky. Um, the other thing to, to kind of note about our friendly approach is that we are mostly young. 
Um, all of us are extremely outgoing and want to engage with our clients. We don't feel like we want to have this stodgy professional relationship. So, you know, we invite our clients out to cocktails and we Mm. do things like that, that really help us get to know our clients on a personal level. So we're not just designing and developing for their brand, but we're also designing and developing with them in mind. Yeah. Um, I, I think that there's a great market for that. And I think that there's a lot of, if we think about, and I was just having this conversation with someone, you know, the vast majority of business owners out there, they don't spend their lives obsessing about marketing. Um, you know, they're service providers, they're, um, you know, they provide, you know, they created a great product and they just want to, you know, get that product in the hands of consumers. Um, you know, they're dentists, you know, who didn't go to school for marketing. And so I, I, I feel like it's almost like, you know, when there's areas that, you know, it's, it's kind of outside of our realm of experience. I wonder if there's a sensitivity kind of like, you know, not wanting to take you know, not wanting to be taken advantage of or bamboozled, you know, by this fast talking marketing person. Um, you know, I've talked with enough people that, you know, I've heard that sensitivity. And I wonder if that's kind of your approach to like, you know, we we need to just make people feel good, <laughs> you yeah. know, and kind of, you know, try to try to make sure that this is a, a great relationship they're going to be comfortable in and that they, you know, you can earn that trust. Yeah. I would say nine out of 10 people that I talk to when they come to me, just you know, with a marketing project or website project, they say things like, oh, you know, I got burned really badly by my last provider, or I don't know what they were doing, or I don't know what I was spending Mm. money on, or I didn't get the results I wanted, things like that. And unfortunately, it's kind of an industry standard because if you are not a marketer, you don't necessarily know how to market. You don't know how to evaluate the results and understand if you're getting good ones. Um, You also don't necessarily know how to vet people properly. And so you're right that there is this giant sensitivity in the market of, am I going to get bamboozled or you know, mm-hmm. kind of hung out to dry by a company that doesn't actually have my best interest in mind? And so that's why we do take the time to develop those personal relationships with people, because largely that's what gives people the confidence in us is if they know us, if they feel like they can call me and say, Paige, I'm not seeing what I want or Paige, I'm super excited by these results. Um, a client should feel equally as excited or equally as calm to talk to me about both things mm-hmm. um, because we have a relationship and it's not just this, uh, this business, I take your money, I give you results, I don't explain them type of relationship. Yeah. You do, Paige, great. Uh, uh, like I'm just going through your portfolio. Your design is great. Madebywink.com slash portfolio, or just kind of like work your way down the website and you'll see where you can see some examples. Um, But you tend to work, it looks like, you know, I'm just looking at uh, a lot of the brands that you work with. They tend to be very visual brands to begin with. (laughs) Yeah. Like uh, I'm I'm seeing a lot of, uh, you know, health related products, um, you know, just places where you're going to want to have really great photography locations. And um, I'll, I'll let you kind of talk about the, the type of work that you've done. Yeah. You know, it's really interesting. Originally when I started Wink, I was very geared towards um, women run businesses that were mostly aesthetic based. So I would work with a lot of interior designers, wedding planners, things like that. 
And then as we grew, what we realized is actually the people in the market that need the most marketing help are sometimes the people that don't have those visuals to present to people. So it's more about telling a story through the website when you don't have those visuals to share. So a lot of the work that we've done in our more recent years has been for less aesthetically driven businesses. So we've worked with um, a used furniture company and helped them increase their profits. We've worked with a chocolate company where every piece of photo they, or I'm sorry, every piece of um, like visual materials they have. So photos, images, or photos, videos, et cetera, actually are, you know, not from the same camera, not from the same provider. So we had to kind of tell the story without getting too hung up on those visual assets. Um, and we've worked with just a lot of different types of businesses, but the thing that really binds them together is how do we tell the story that they want using the materials that we have to work with and also enhancing the ones that we don't. So if they do need new photos, how do we take photos that can tell their brand story and help convey their message without going way over the top and providing visuals that don't need to be associated with them? Yeah. Uh, do you um, t- talk to me about what your observation of what is working well in marketing today and what is maybe something that folks were doing a few years ago and you're like, mm, yeah, don't, don't, don't do that anymore. <laughs> oh gosh. Your reaction. So for our audio listeners, uh, go watch the video. So you just, so you can see Paige's reaction right there. <laughs> oh gosh. Cause you, yeah. I'm sure you see bad stuff and you're like, Oh, I can't believe you paid for this and, you know, and and fixing bad work out there. Big time. And I swear, if I had a nickel for every time I saw something where I was like, oh, this is very 2010, uh, I would be a very rich woman. (laughs) Mm. So, um, so some things I have seen that are kind of, you know, my personal perspective and take this for what it is, you know, with a grain of salt, whatever. Um, a big thing that I actually think is on the out is WordPress. Um, WordPress as a platform was designed with bloggers in mind. It was meant to be a blogging platform. And now it has been adapted by many to have themes and um, you know, different visual composers, things like that that you can utilize to actually you know, build out a full website with a blog or without a blog, if that's the way that you choose. And it used to be the top of the line platform. You really couldn't find something better. And now, you know, I don't want to slam WordPress here, but <laughs> I believe that they've released features too quickly. Gutenberg was released wow. years before it was ready. Um, and they've released features that really have downgraded the quality of the platform. Not to mention that also the persistent need for updates. So, you know, needing to update your themes every month and needing to update all the plugins, things like that creates a very volatile site where it's easy for hackers to get in. And also if I had a, uh, if I had a dime for every time someone came to me with a site that had been hacked by some sort of Japanese porn site or something like that, and sorry to your listeners, but Mm. it's, you know, this happens pretty regularly. So as far as a a marketing tool or trend that I think needs to be on the way out or should be on the way out, WordPress is, is a big one. Um, but the other one, the other one from kind of a visual perspective that I think needs to be on the way out, um, is this, this trend towards minimalism. Hmm. Minimalism is amazing for so many things. And if you're a video listener, 
or video viewers, I guess, rather, um, can see from my background, I'm a huge maximalist. So Mm. again, grain of salt here. Um, I have for the audio listeners, I have this crazy wallpaper that has animals and butterflies and fruits all over it. So yeah, you know, take it for what it is, but, um, minimalism has its place, but recently with the development of Squarespace and Wix, all of these very minimalist templates have created almost a lack of information and a lack of ability to get SEO really working from your content. So um, one of the things that Google really looks for is number of words per page, how much relevant content there is, is it organic content, things like that. And so when you're using a very minimalist template where it wants you to have no more than 150 words or headline and one sentence of a, you know, of some sort of subheading or body text, what you're doing is you're really, you know, you're losing out on a lot of your ability to actually rank well for the things that you want to rank from your content. Um, And, you know, not to mention that not everyone's brand is meant to be a minimalist brand. And so Mm. I think that as people move forward with this trend of minimalism in mind, it's important to think about how does my brand actually present itself in the world? For Wink, um, you know, I can't speak to everyone else's brand, but if our brand tried to fit into a minimalist template, we would look insane. We have 12 colors in our color palette trying to fit in a minimalist, in a minimalist template or things like that. It's not the best choice for everyone. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, for me, it, it's, you know, as a service provider, for example, or, you know, someone that I, for me, it's all about getting my client to spend time with me. The more time I can get them in my world and building that relationship virtually, it makes my job a lot easier than when I have a conversation with me that I don't have to spend a lot of time, you know, kind of building trust. They've already, Josh, I've watched an hour and a half of your videos. I keep, keep talking brother. <laughs> like that's what I want. So for me, a minimal design, like if you went to my website and it was just Josh Elledge, contact me, you know, and that was, yeah. that was it. Um, it would, might be intriguing, but I doubt I'd get any business from it. <laughs> Exactly. And, you know, there are some, there are some businesses that are very well equipped to have a minimalist website. You know, when you think about architects, architects don't need to tell a lot about their process. People want to see the end product. They don't care if they like your sketches. They want to see, does your sketch look like your final product? That's what they Mm -hmm. care about. But when you talk about, you know, coaches or consultants or, um, you know, designers, developers, even anyone in kind of the like you said, the service world, like dentists, things like that. People want to be told, people want to be shown, people want to spend time doing the research. And so the more information you can give them, even if it's not all on one page, you know, spreading information across, giving people room to explore and room to dive into your website, that ultimately supports the mission of getting people to spend time with you. And then by the time they contact you, you don't have to do vetting. They're ready to schedule. Yeah. And and th- again, same thing with products, right? Is, you know, show happy people, like, you know, get them to consume lots of content around happy people using your product, you know, different aspects of your product, use, use cases, so forth. Um, you know, again, the more time you can get people to virtually fall in love with you, the easier it's going to be on the checkout page. Yeah, absolutely. And ultimately, that's why we all have websites is we want people to convert. We also don't want to have to spend the time 
going back and forth with someone a million times, answering 4 million, million questions that could be answered just by being on the website. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, now Paige, who, uh, you know, kind of made reference to some of the companies, I mean, everything from wellness to a lot of products, um, who is kind of like your ideal customer or ideal client that you love to partner with or work with? I would say the people that we really love to partner with are people who are looking to take a step forward in their automation. So people who do need kind of kind of advanced integrations, whether it's um, linking up automatic emails going out based off of gift orders, things like that to Shopify sites, um, people along those lines. I will say that we we do have very fond relationships with our e-commerce clients because they oftentimes need more than just the run of the mill template. You know, like I said, templates work for some people, but they don't work for everyone. So being able to offer people a little bit more and saying, okay, well you have a subscription. What if your subscription could do this also type of thing? Um, So I would say kind of our ideal client at this point in time is someone who either has a product-based business that is looking to automate, expand, and kind of innovate their their storefront. Um, Or on the other hand, services that again, are looking to use more product-based tools. So chatbots, AI, um, things along those lines and custom checkout flows to get people to schedule, pay, book consultations, anything. Um, So I know those sound very different, but the underlying theme is the use of alternative technologies other than just a website to get people to convert. Yeah. So Paige, um, when someone goes to your website, um, and again, that's madebywink.com, what would you recommend they do? So I think the first thing that I would have them do is check out our portfolio. Our portfolio has tons of different kinds of websites in it. We have some that are for tiny startups. We have some that are for multi-million dollar funded companies. Um, and all of them are just very different. So what I would recommend doing is poking around, see what is fun for you. You know, look at a couple websites and say, oh yeah, I really like this thing on this one, or I really don't on this one. And start to think about what matters to your brand and how you want it to show up in the internet sphere. Um, you know, think about what is going to help your clients connect with you and what you think will, you know, actually push your clients away and gather some inspiration. I think that the best way to get inspiration for your own work is really to look at other people's, figure out what they're doing well and innovate off of it. Um, You know, one thing I just saw on your blog, I think this is so cool is that you've got, uh, I don't know if you you did this for a little while. I bet it, I bet it would be, I bet it was insanely popular. Check your stats on this. I bet these posts are really, really popular. Your playlist posts. Yeah. I, I, that is just brilliant. And, and, you know, how cool is it to then go to all your team and say, all right, for, for this month's playlist, everybody gets three songs, Uh, go ahead and, you know, add it to this collaborative playlist, share it to your audience. That's freaking brilliant. I am so going to do that. That, I mean, it's like, it's so great for a company culture thing. It's, you know, people, me, I'm like, I was like the mixtape king you know back in the day uh, so it, 
Yes. Uh, so to all the females uh, who I gave a mixtape to back in the 80s and 90s, uh, if you still have those, uh, they, they may be worth something. No, they probably don't. They probably don't. But probably not. But yeah. Oh, my gosh. I that my my brain, of course, you know, maybe this. Uh, but I, I think that's great. I think that's so cool. Anyway, but I was just I was kind of flipping through your blog and I saw that and I'm like, that's so cool. It it was so fun because, you know, as a team, especially during COVID where there weren't yes. ways for us to be in person together, we couldn't, you know, we were all in different houses and we wanted a way to still yeah. feel connected. And so this was a way where we could all, you know, get inspired by our own music. Love it. Together and just have something fun to play throughout the day. Yeah. And then what's cool with Spotify is then you just created an embeddable playlist. Yeah. So you can embed it right in the blog. Very cool. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So go, yeah, go, go check out Paige's blog as well. So again, madebywink.com. Uh, and uh, again, Paige Kerman, um, thank you so much for being a guest. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Josh. This was a great time and I appreciate you having Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. And we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.